Country Crossover, brought to you by Waterforce Winton and Gore, your local company with two conveniently placed depots. From design to installation and servicing, visit waterforce.co.nz. Rowena Duncan is executive producer of the country out of Dunedin, and she joins us uh, this Friday afternoon. Rowena, how are you? Very well, Andy, and my Friday just got a lot better after hearing sandstorms. So, uh, was it two weeks ago you tortured me a wee bit with the Nickelback Darude mix, and I tolerated it, but it's good to hear the proper thing. Yeah, pick your battles, eh? Absolutely, and hey, look, it just sends me into the weekend on a very, very positive uh, note, so oh, thank you for that. That's all right. How sings? How was duck shooting? Uh, duck shooting was absolutely amazing. It was so good. I just love catching up with my family and my friends, and it's all about the traditions. It's about just yarning and, you know, setting the world to rights multiple times over with multiple people. So I absolutely loved it. Did I shoot a duck out of the sky? or uh, Not even on the water, actually, for that matter. Uh, did I shoot anything? No. But uh, I had the most amazing time. And so how it works on our lake, uh, we've got about five or six different Mai Mai around the lake. And so everyone, we sleep in our main one and then everyone toddles off into their different little uh, Mai Mai's. And then uh, at lunchtime, at breakfast time, they all come back and we have a, a massive cooked breakfast. So we had the bacon, the sausages, the hash browns, bubble and squeak. There's onions, mushrooms, tomatoes, eggy bread. Uh, we even had poached eggs this time and toast. Uh, and it's just, it's so nice. And everyone just, yeah, catches up on the last 12 months. And then we all go our different ways. And at lunchtime, we hop in the little dinghy and go to the top end of the lake where all the family who haven't been duck shooting and we're talking a massive family there might be 35 of us all converge and we have lunch up there and then yeah we just kind of on the Saturday night we have lots of fireworks which is probably why we shoot no ducks so but no it was it was honestly awesome and in total our lake got more black swans than we got ducks but we had a great time. Heaps of Canadian geese in Southland at the moment. How there was a mob of a couple of hundred fly over this time last week. Um, I think geese are becoming a real problem down here in the south again because there's no real shooting season as such. Yeah, yeah, and that is a real problem because, you know, I went past, I can't remember where I was, and I looked out. Oh, no. Uh, so I shoot just out of Whanganui, uh, Kaitoki, just right by the prison there. And it's heading towards Palmerston North. And when I went back to Palmerston North uh, to go to the airport to fly back home here, uh, we did look out the window and there was a paddock with about 100 Canadian geese in it, uh, possibly even more. And we were just salivating because our lake, I think once in our whole lifetime have we ever had a Canadian goose shot on that lake. They just they go about maybe 20 miles either side of us, but never in our area really. And so it just does show they are around the Manawa too. And obviously they're going to be a bit of a problem up here too, but nothing on Southend. And I know uh, a few farmers were talking in Southend about going up in helicopters and actually culling the numbers because, yeah, my gosh, they can make a lot of mess. Yeah, Lake Tiana, our case in point, there's, there's a heap of them along there and the numbers are just getting worse. Uh, bubble and squeak in the Mai Mai, gee, next thing you'll be telling me there was pineapple in your scones. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I did make pineapple in my scones, actually, oh, no. Andy. 
funny you mentioned that, but not for duck shooting. No, for duck shooting, I made uh, lemon biscuit fudge, which was it went down an absolute treat. Uh, but one year, I think it was two years ago, three years ago, I did take in a bottle of that mum champagne stuff, and I put it with the Charlie's orange juice, and we had mimosas at breakfast, uh, and there was enough for everyone to have one, and then we just waited an hour or so before picking up the rifles or the shotguns again. But, yeah, uh, yeah that was that was when we reached, and I'd taken a shopping basket of mum's uh, champagne flutes in there. That was when we reached our, oh, we've got a bit far moment. But the bubble and squeak, honestly, uh, I prefer it to hash browns now, and it actually because we don't really have much of in the way of a freezer in the Maimai. So the hash browns, I bought the quick quick uh, cook ones, which I'd never seen before, they all disintegrated and we kind of had like that European rosty, uh, but the bubble and squeak, the bird's eye ones, are quite expensive like I think about $8 for an 8 pack but they went down an absolute trick, they are delicious on the barbecue You talk about it being cooler well down here in the south we still haven't had a significant frost here in Gore, uh, last opening weekend and traditionally you're freezing your ass off in the Mai Mai, but it wasn't the case uh, 18, 19 degrees in the afternoon Known. It's been a crazy season. It has. And like for us, I was shooting in a, well, I wasn't shooting, I was in the my, my, let's be honest, uh, in a t shirt. And it was just ridiculous. Uh, we slept with our door and our my, my open. Uh, and we did that again last year as well. We were so hot. I was sleeping in my little cotton sleeping bag liner on top of my sleeping bag. Uh, we shouldn't be doing that in May. Usually I bring out the onesie uh, and <laughs> I've usually got so many layers on to try and, uh, you know, keep warm. And it's just, it hasn't been like that for a couple of years. So honestly, though, opening morning, it was raining. The cloud was low for the first time in years. We were like, we are in. Uh, and then there was absolutely not a breath of wind and not a duck. You're in Ashburton on Monday as well. Um, sounds they've been all go lately, all over the show like normal. Mate, <laughs> this has not been normal. It's been insane. So, yeah, Monday I did the show in Dunedin with Jamie, then I headed up to Ashburton. Tuesday, yeah. Yeah, so I was up there on Tuesday for the Dairy NZ uh, Farmers Forum series, the second of two events. The first was up in Karapiro. Uh, on the 27th of April, and I think that was the day before I last caught up with you. Uh, so it was really interesting being up there in Ashburton, uh, just chatting with dairy farmers. Some had come from as far as Cromwell and Invercargill, and then uh, like the likes of Wayne Langford had come down from Golden Bay at the top of the South Island. So it was good to catch up with the acting president of Federated Farmers the day after everything had gone down and the day that Andrew Hoggard announced he was standing for ACT with Jamie on the country. So yeah. it was all go that day. But it's just, I love hearing from the dairy farmers, the ones they get up there on the panel, you know, what kind of conversations they're having with their banks, how they're dealing with their finances, what they're looking at trimming and what's non-negotiable. And I think the more we can have conversations around that, the more it's going to help, particularly those, you know, who haven't come from a dairy farming background who might be new into the industry, because you never know what might help someone who is still learning and yeah it, it really has been a bizarre season with the the rising input costs beyond anything we could have expected and I keep saying Andy you know with an $8.30 payout I think that's what Fonterra is sitting on at the moment you know but people not making money you know some will be but some aren't because of their debt loading and how their business is structured 
A few years ago, if you'd said $8.30 payout, not making money, you'd have been laughed out of the room. It was inconceivable. But it's a reality. And so I think the more we can have people coming to these events, someone even said to me, look, you know, I've been a dairy farmer all my life. I knew dairy and said did research, but I didn't understand the magnitude of that. And I think getting to hear from the scientists themselves, uh, you know, we did a speed dating session where they got three minutes to talk about their project. I was the timekeeper. It was like managing Jamie Mackay when he's on a tall building or a golf, boring golf rant or a uh, dam rant, uh, you know, just making sure they kept to their time. They were so passionate, they all wanted to go over. So it was really good for people to see, you know, what they're actually doing. Good on your own. We'll leave it there. We shall sandstorm into Saturday. Thanks for your time. Brilliant. Thanks, Andy. Rowena Duncan in the country crossover. Thanks to Waterforce. Up next, Friday afternoon from Federated Farmers here in the South, Chris Dillon.